Marvel Cinematic Rewind, the podcast that rewatches, reviews, and responds to every movie, show, and one-shot in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I'm Al Rodriguez. And I'm Tony Camarena. And before we start this week's episode, we would like to ask you to follow us on Twitter. We are at MCU underscore Rewind. And we would also love it if you could give us a rating on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast app. That would be great. Um, plus, you can also tell your friends to do the same or just take their phone and give us a rating from their device. And with that, today we are starting our rewind of part one of season five of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. So this section, this rewind is going to be the first 10 episodes. So today we are going with the season premiere, Orientation, part one, which originally premiered December 1st of 2017. And we are back with our rundown of the episode. We start... With a very stoke man beginning his day with a swim, and then as we all do, taking off his skin to take a shower. He goes to arrest the shieldies, uh, and uh, while he takes all of them wrapped in plastic wrap, he leaves Fitz behind. They transport them to somewhere with a new monolith. The monolith transports them to an outpost in an unknown region of space, where a group of scavengers are under attack from an alien that obviously the writers did not ever expect to say out, li- out loud, the Vrelnexians. One of the scavengers, Virgil, tries to explain their situation to Coulson, but is quickly knocked out by Mac. After they reunite with Yayon Simmons, Coulson finds an old postcard in Virgil's jacket. Virgil recognizes each of the shieldies uh, when he wakes up, but is quickly killed by a Vrelnexian. Daisy saves the team from that said Vrelnexian, which I'm going to say Vrelnexian as much as possible in this episode. Uh, May is injured, and sees a scavenger we later find out is named Deke. May attacks him, but is overpowered. He tries her up and uh, puts a device on her uh, called a metric on into her wrist. Not on her wrist, into her wrist. Uh, the rest of the group uh, find a computer, only to trigger an alarm that sends a team of Kree to them. The Kree takes Daisy and Coulson and Simmons to the prison, while Mac and Yo-Yo are tied up and tortured. Deke uh, shows up at the prison with the May com- and convinces the Kree to let them uh, take the prisoners out with them. With Virgil dead and the team unable to pay him, Deke tries to leave, but May uh, grabs one of Deke's gravity devices he used against her to pin him to the wall. May and Simmons follow Deke's directions to the ship that could send a message to Fitz to rescue them. Daisy heads off to find Mac and Yo-Yo, and Coulson stays behind to get more information out of Deke. Daisy frees Mac, and the two set out to save Yo-Yo. Gradually, all of them come to realize that the monolith didn't just send them to space, but to a future where the Earth has been destroyed, and the outpost is all that remains of the human race. Mac finds a message on the postcard reading, working on it, signed Fitz. <gasps> I gotta say, like, if Fitz is working on it, he didn't do well. <laughs> <laughs> I, it, it, maybe? I don't, I don't know. I mean, we'll yeah. see. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Yep. 
Yeah. By the way, I know Tony, you're going to say the official name, the the Varel Nexians. Uh, I'm just going to keep calling them what they say in the show, just roaches. Roaches. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, I haven't messed up saying Varel Nexians yet. So Varel Nexians is what the Varel Nexians will be called. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. All right. You ready for some fast facts? Yes. Yes, I am. On your left. Uh huh. On my left. Got it. Next stop, Cavity Town. Right on, little dude! You got super speed! I do? You didn't see that coming? Alright, go ahead, Al. So I, I actually have a few. I know one of them for sure uh, okay. is something that, that you're going to have. But let me, let me actually start with, um, before we actually get into the fast facts, I missed this. I, I, I missed watching Agents <laughs> of S.H.I.E.L.D. so much. Oh, yeah. man, you know, like five minutes into watching this show, like, oh, this is great. I love all these characters. It's that, it's that witty joke kind of stuff that goes on mm-hmm. but you still got all the seriousness and the action and the drama and like it's ah oh man this, this is this is such a good show I it really it. is right. <laughs> it really is yep. <laughs> all right uh so i wanted to do the thing that we always do whenever we start a new season of agents of shield which is a quick reminder of the hellish life that they've all lived ever <laughs> since the series started um yep. so i'm gonna flip over here to uh, a separate set of notes where I've just kind of written things down. Um, so let, let's start with Colson. So remember that he died and came back to life. He um, was seeing well, alien sorry, writing Al. that, Oh, sorry. Mm-hmm. Al, I'm sorry. Before that, he had a deal with Tony Stark. All right. Continue. That was worse okay, before yes. he died. That was the worst thing until he You're died. Right. That's the worst thing that happened. <laughs> You're right. Yes. Yeah. He, he had to work with Tony Stark and like, Basically heard him kind of thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, that would suck. Yeah. Yeah. Dealing with Thor, much easier. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, All right. So you've got that. You've got the whole alien writing thing. He lost his hand um, at some point. Uh, And then uh, he had a girlfriend who was killed by Ward. And Mm -hmm. so then he killed Ward on an alien planet. And then he had to fight an alien inside of Ward's dead body. Yes. So So that happened. Um, May, um, remember season one, she touched that Asgardian anger stick and it's still been <laughs> less yep. than 50 years is what they said. 50 years and she'll be super angry. Uh, so she's still super angry because it's only been like four years for her. Um, well, okay. Question. Uh-huh. Okay. This is far-fetched. Is okay. it 50 years from when that stick happened? Is it 50 years from her perception? Because now it's been 90 years. <laughs> or is it 50 years of her experience? Because she lived an entire other lifetime in the framework. I'm assuming 50 biological years. Okay. Then she's still so, in it. All right. Yeah, All yeah, right. exactly. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then in addition to that, uh, two seasons ago, her ex-husband, who she still loved, died. So there was mm-hmm. that. Um I had some notes down for Ward, but he's dead now. So we're just going to go ahead and skip it. Uh, Fitz, um, remember, uh, he he was under a love spell from Lorelai. Oh, and I forgot I wrote yeah. that down for Colson also. He was under that spell. Mm-hmm. Um, he, lo- he had some brain damage because of low oxygen when Ward tried to kill him. Uh, and then also he just tortured people inside of the framework because he lived that entire separate life. Uh, Simmons spent six months trapped on an alien planet i didn't i wrote down six months i don't actually know how long but somewhere along that that time frame but she was trapped on an alien planet 
Yeah. Uh, and then the guy she was, um, I, I guess, in love with, dating, she, she was with him. Um, he died to get her, to help her live and get off the planet. So that mm-hmm. was a whole tragedy, too. Uh, we got Mac over here, whose uh, mind and body had been taken over by an alien temple. Uh, he chose to stay in the framework, to stay with his fake daughter, and he only left because she was deleted. Um, and then, here, fun fact, he knows Spanish now because of, he learned it inside of the framework. Yep. And then uh, Sky, uh, super computer genius turned badass shield agent. Now she's an inhuman uh, with quake powers. Uh, you know what? She She's like the only one who I don't have anything really bad written down for her. Oh, no, no, that's right. Uh, she met her her biological mother <laughs> and father. At, yeah, now, yeah, I forgot about that. I did not write that down uh, in these notes. Um, but yes, yeah, she got to meet her biological parents. Um, and she had to watch her biological dad kill her mom because her mom was about to kill uh, everyone, including her, I think. I think her mm-hmm. mom was going to kill. Yeah, Daisy. Okay, yeah. Uh, and then she had to mind wipe her biological dad uh, so that he forgot about everything and also wouldn't continue killing people. So, uh, yeah, that was a whole weird family situation. Um, yeah. And then in addition to that, for all of these characters, they just got out of the framework like two days ago. Yeah. Yeah. Also, a few things you forgot, a few big things. Uh, Daisy (laughs) was addicted to Hive and then went on the run and was granted a terrorist. I'm going to be updating my notes as you read these, so thank you. Uh, Coulson uh, made a deal with a demon, which we don't know what the effects of that's going to be. I'm trying to think of what else happened. Like, I think you skipped over a lot of season four. I mean, the whole framework thing, which is like a little. Uh, Gemma died, like, in the framework and had to, like, dig herself out of her own grave. So, yeah, those are okay, all. Okay, I, I don't. <laughs> all right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the framework was a big thing. You're, you're right. Uh, especially for those characters who have a whole life in them, mm-hmm. which I guess is all of them except. Um, Except uh, Simmons and Daisy, right? Because they yeah. they didn't get that extra life memories. Yeah. yeah. And also, lastly, the paranoia of having uh, them all have life model decoys and who not to trust and who to trust. And then having to destroy their base. <laughs> so, you know. Just some little things. All right. But that was a good recap of where we've been. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah um so that was my first fast fact second fast fact i forget how dark this show is and mm-hmm. by dark i mean like like the lighting in the show i was watching this with a window open and i could barely see the show so <laughs> yeah especially all the episodes are on this uh space station it's really dark mm. yeah, yeah yeah uh and then last one that i know is going to be on your list tony so i'm going to steal mm-hmm. it because i'm sure you have others um in this episode, Yo-Yo asks if S.H.I.E.L.D. has some division called Spear or something. Uh, and I had to look that up. So in the comics, Spear is the Chinese version of S.H.I.E.L.D. So, mm. you know, the Spear and the S.H.I.E.L.D. kind of kind of thing. So, I actually did not it. know that. Oh. My thing was, I thought, I didn't even look it up. I just thought it was a reference to S.W.O.R.D., which we see in WandaVision. Oh, no, yeah, WandaVision, <laughs> eventually. Yeah, which which is what I had thought for years that that's what yeah. what she said. Uh, but no, as watching this, like, oh no, it's it's spear. Okay, cool. Okay. So, all right, yeah, yeah, and and that's basically like because sword is a different thing; it has a different goal. Um, but no, spear is supposed to be 
the the Chinese version of Shield, essentially, but run by the Chinese government. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, yeah, I've got a few as usual. Uh, the title orientation. Uh, trying to figure out where it comes from. Obviously, they're being oriented to their new surroundings and the way of life in the lighthouse. But also, Deke's gravity device changes the orientation of gravity. So I'm going to say that's where it comes from. <laughs> I like that one more, yeah. yeah. Uh, we meet a couple new characters in this episode. Um, we meet Enoch. Oh, I didn't even write the actor's name down. The actor <laughs> who plays Enoch... <laughs> Uh, mm-hmm. has been in a couple nerd things. Um, apparently he plays a guy named Taylor in the fourth Indiana Jones movie. Don't know who it is. I only saw that movie once. Um, but much more recently, he was in Stranger Things four. Um, oh, season four. Yeah, season four. Did you finish the show? I have. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm all caught up. Mm-hmm. All right. He plays Eddie's uncle in uh in the seasons who uh, Eddie's a significant character and he's um, yeah, he has a few important scenes. Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I remember the, the uncle showed up in at least two episodes, yeah. like one I, or two scenes in total. But yeah. I did not recognize him. I actually had to Google that character because he had a beard. He had hair pretty much. He had facial hair <laughs> and he had hair on his head. Did not recognize him at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Did they say Enoch's name in this in the episode, I, I must have missed it. I honestly don't know. Okay. So, I mean, they they don't say anything about the character, but yeah, his his name is Enoch. Uh, yeah. If you didn't if you didn't already see this episode, people, you'll get used to that name. Yep. Yeah. Um, we've got a new character Deke, who's definitely not in the comics. Uh, neither is Enoch. Um. His name, he's played by Jeff Ward because we could not have a season of Agent of Shield without a Ward in it. Um, <laughs> he hasn't done like he's done some indie independent movies and stuff like that. Uh, biggest nerd thing he's done outside of Shield is I guess he's playing a character named Buggy in the One Piece live action adaptation that I have friends who are excited for. Um, but I don't watch I've no don't watch anime so that's all I got on Deke. <laughs> um okay i've got more on virgil who uh dies this episode so (laughs) he's got his um, two scenes yeah uh his name is denise akdenise and he played aladdin in once upon a time that i almost said short-lived but it went for seven whole seasons that that show (laughs) i watched briefly and it was my infatuation with it was short-lived um Mm mm-hmm he also says that he's a true believer in this, uh, which a true believer obviously call out to Stanley. Mm-hmm. And uh, something I realized from my like attempted English major back in college before I changed my major was um, in Dante's Inferno, Virgil is the guide through hell, and he is like their first guide in this hell of the lighthouse and <laughs> post-apocalyptic world. Oh, interesting. Okay. Um, we've got the Vrelnexians. Uh, the Vrelnexians have been in one issue of Thor, Thor 212, <laughs> back in 1973. They were an insect hive mind intelligent that uh, tried to take over Asgard. So, very important. Wow. Okay. Very, yeah. very different now. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, they might be a hive mind. We don't. It, just because we can't communicate with them doesn't mean that they're not potentially intelligent. Oh no, no, I mean that they're not able to take over Asgard because Asgard's been destroyed in the MCU. I mean that's true. <laughs> we don't know if they, what they did beforehand. Maybe that's why they're on the solar winds is because they got blown off of Asgard as they were planning their invasion. True. Yeah, they were about to. They were like two days away, and yep. then yep. then it happened. Yeah. <laughs> um in this uh uh personal easter egg simmons says magic is just science we don't understand yet and i hate it um which <laughs> is true yep. this is <laughs> this is true because they're not talking about asgardian magic so but still i just hate it and then we get <laughs> superhero landing number 123 uh when deke arrives on the ship or yeah i guess at that part point is the ship he arrives there and he activates his gravity stuff and then he lands in superhero landing uh, while he's cosplaying as Star-Lord. <laughs> Who he knows um, of from history books. I'm sure. I mean, no, yeah. he wouldn't, though. Because, like, people know oh, Star-Lord right. yeah. Star from, um, like, end the events of Endgame. But... You're right. Okay. This hap the world ended before Endgame in this timeline. <laughs> yes, that's true. I mean, they haven't announced that uh in the the uh well, at this point this in episode, the game hadn't come out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay, I see what you mean. I um yeah, we'll we'll learn more about the history of the show. <laughs> yes. All right. Moving on to our heroes. It is one thing to question the official story and another thing entirely to make wild accusations or insinuate that I'm uh, a superhero. I never said you're a superhero. Didn't? Mm -mm. Well, good, because that would be outlandish and uh, fantastic. Prove it. Prove what? That you're Peter Parker. I don't carry an ID with me, you know, it kind of defeats the whole anonymous superhero thing. I saw you. You're a hero. Like, a for real superhero, which is, I'm not like a groupie stalker type. But... Everyone's right, kind of we... scrambled up. So, how we want to do this? Uh, let's let's just let's just start from the top. Uh, Coulson. All right. Um. Yeah. So Coulson uh wakes up. So this weird time thing happens. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Everything's mm -hmm. frozen initially, but like we see May appear. Is May the only other person we see appear? I feel like we saw Daisy appear too. Um, I don't know. I don't. I don't remember. Oh, maybe not. Da Daisy appeared May when appear. uh, the Vril well, yeah, we do see May appear just like pop out of nowhere. What oh, I was okay. say right. is we don't see this like weird time thing happen to anyone else other than Coulson. Oh, gotcha. Well, I'm sure it happened to her. We just didn't get to see it because you know okay. they would have had to do the extra CG work a second. Oh, yeah. I thought it was just like something special about Coulson. Maybe, maybe it was because, well, no, never mind. I was about to say maybe it was because if he didn't, then he would have died, and so that was the stone like giving him a chance to live. But I, I mean, maybe it should have also given uh, May, <laughs> May that chance. But, well, but no. I mean, yeah, May, uh, May's leg thing is, um, even if it did give her a time to do that. Her leg was still there. Even if time was frozen, 
it didn't change the position of that metal thing that ended up being on their leg. Ah, uh, that's true. Yeah, because Coulson, when time was frozen for him, he was still able to touch things and stuff. So yeah, you're right. She would have started in that position with everything being slower around her. Yeah. Okay. That's right. actually evidence that the slow motion didn't happen because I feel like she would have realized that her leg was stuck beforehand. Like she would have had time to move, and she realizes it when she tries to move. Uh, hmm. I don't know. I mean, she didn't feel it, right? She didn't even notice until she had to move. Yeah, well, I'm saying if time was frozen, she would have moved earlier, and she would have already been. She would have already known the leg was stuck. Oh, so she would get that slow motion time. Hmm. Okay. All right. I I could see that. I was thinking that as being proof for the opposite, but okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah. Um. I don't know if we want to go like on the Colson because they're all mixed up. I like we don't we can't do separate storylines <laughs> as easily. Yeah, you're you're right. I mean, really, I just like I just wrote things down in the order that I saw the characters, and yeah. the only note I really have for Coulson is that he's basically future space Jesus. He's Agent Coulson oh, of, yeah. here, of Shield here to save us, as yep. as uh, Virgil says. Mm-hmm. Or he's a Terminator, but reverse Terminator. He doesn't know anything. He's in the future and come with me if you want to live. Except for yep. people want to go with him because they want to live, and he doesn't know anything. He's anti Terminator. Yeah. <laughs> he's a preservator preservator okay that doesn't work he's the anti-terminator and, <laughs> and when he time travels he gets to keep his clothes uh unfortunately i mean yeah yeah, yeah. um <laughs> i like how mac how mad mac is at him for not being prepared with the super arm <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly i mean colson had a good reason for it but i th- yeah. this is one of those things where i, I do wonder like okay did, did the writers actually think of that ahead of time like did they decide like yeah colson would have gone to jail with a normal hand or or would they did they just like like mm. listen we have less of a budget this season we yep. have to get rid of some of the cool gadgets It'll be that. I mean, come on. That, that's like every season. Agents of Shield. They have less and less cool gadgets. Like, yeah. I mean, come on. Remember season all... one? They started with like those three D graphic tools. Uh, haven't seen that since season one. Yeah. The thing about it is that I think they actually might have the same budget at least these first five seasons. But everything else that's not gadgets just gets more and more intricate. Like maybe not season two, but uh definitely with the lmds and ghost rider in season four uh we've got a whole space thing uh well in season two we have quake getting her powers so like they have to spend their budget somewhere else um (laughs) that's okay that's that's true yeah you're right there also there's a bigger cast so you gotta that's true too yeah i mean uh yo-yo is a a series regular even though we did get rid of um ward I don't know when he stopped being a series regular, but yeah. Uh, well, at the end of season three, and then he showed up for a couple. Yeah, episodes you're right. In season when, four. Yeah, season three is the hive season. Yeah, you're <laughs> right. Yeah. Um. But yeah, Mac. I love Mac that he is so pissed off at strange things. <laughs> <laughs> I'm yeah. 
I'm super curious what he like. We talked about this before, but what was he doing with Shield beforehand? I know he's a mechanic, but weird stuff still happens. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, I mean, he was just in the not weird stuff division. Like, yeah. Uh, also, like anything that was weird, he probably. I'm sure he heard things. Right, there were rumors. He like, oh, oh, that's that's cool. All right, mm-hmm. uh, I'll, I'm sure I'll never have to deal with it. It's so rare, and Shield is such a big organization. I'll just be doing my my normal thing over here that I'm comfortable with. I'll be the lead engineer on whatever it is I'm working on. And now we have this conversation where Coulson tells him we're in space and Max responses, that makes sense. It's the one thing we haven't done yet. <laughs> Not wrong. Actually, yeah. at that point, he doesn't realize they had time traveled too, which is the other thing they yeah. hadn't done yet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> He says Max says he um Max tries to quit and Colson says he already quit. He just didn't quit hard enough. Um when did he quit? Uh no he in did. I, I remember that. Uh no, okay. no, this was this was back in season three, I wanna say. Uh may, god, maybe even season two, right? No. No, season two is when they introduced him. Yeah, you're right. It, it was it was season three. Um I think what happened was he wasn't happy with uh, the way Coulson was doing things. I, mm-hmm. I remember because they they had a they had a like argument falling out or whatever. Coulson kept needing like a win of some sort because Shield just yeah. kept taking losses, and yeah. uh, and then I think Mac was just angry with leadership kind of stuff that was going. I I don't know something to that effect. Okay. Um, and then he he left. He took his motorcycle out, and I think he went home. And then stuff happened. Oh yeah, and they with his brother and, then, yeah. and the watchdogs. Mm-hmm. The brother joined the watchdogs. I can remember now. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. And then he just never. It, I is he still getting paid? Is he not being paid? I mean, <laughs> the second time Shield fell uh, <laughs> with the LMDs <laughs> and all that stuff, mm-hmm. I don't think they're getting paid. <laughs> like, well, obviously they're in the future now. Um, spoilers for the end of this episode. At least we figured that out. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, yeah, they're not getting paid for this. Their payment, if they get through this, is survival and going home. If they can find a way to back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, S.H.I.E.L.D. fell the second time two days ago, right? So yeah, that's true. They expect it's... all to go to jail. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And to get their final paycheck, like, the 15th of the month. It's It's only, like, the 7th. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So uh, they kind of, once they reunite, they kind of rule out the framework. They rule out Mm -hmm. um, uh, Ghost Rider powers because (laughs) I, again, about Mac. I like Mac. Why does Mm -hmm. he, like, I don't know. Maybe because I'm, like, looking at this as a TV show, this is obviously a sci-fi situation, not a fantasy situation. Why does he think it's magic? But it's all really the same world to him, right? I Yeah, it's all the weird stuff. It's like, do, does it really matter if it's magic or sci-fi? It's just going to be weird. It's going to suck for me, Mac. Like, I, yeah. I feel like that's his his mindset. Like, I mean, it matters to Simmons. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because she's she is that scientist... Uh, mindset she wants to she wants to learn this new thing this exciting new thing versus mac having the engineer's mindset of no 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 i have no use for this i already know what i need to know to to 
to build my thing. I want to get away from this, this horrible, horrible yeah. world. <laughs> so this isn't a spoiler alert. I'm not going to say what happens to any of the characters, but this series ends before Endgame, right? Uh, the um, yes, yes, it does. Yeah, yeah. so you're, yeah. the end of season seven happens before Endgame because Endgame has that five year jump. Yep. Yes. So in 2023, uh, sorcerers are well known because of the events of Endgame. Mm-hmm. Um, how? It's assuming Simmons survives, because I'm not going to spoil anything that happens to the characters. <laughs> Uh How mad is she about sorcerers? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Much less how mad is Mac? Just real magic. Like what? What? That's that's a that's a normal thing. You've just been like, like this basically an army. Like, uh, like oh, oh no, oh no, (laughs) oh god. Would he Uh. be siding with Mordo? Assuming Mordo in <laughs> in shows up again in Doctor Strange three, <laughs> um, no, but uh, I think he would want to stay away from any magic related stuff that happens. I, I feel like no matter what, no matter how much of this crazy stuff Mac has to deal with, he still just wants to go back to the the simple life of yeah. No I, I don't know what or yeah. magic or time travel. <laughs> exactly. Yes. <laughs> or yeah. robots. Definitely not the robots. No killer robots for that. Guy. Does hate robots. <laughs> he really does hate robots. Mm-hmm. I mean, we talk. People talk all the time. Bring Daisy into the movies or Disney Plus shows. Like, bring her back. Mm-hmm. I just need Mac to join. <laughs> Uh, the team from WandaVision, the Darcy, Jimmy Woo, and um, uh, Monica Rambo. I need that group with Mac. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be great. Yeah, yeah. And again, no spoilers, but considering where we know where Mac ends at the end of season seven, I mean, we know where all the characters end, right? Yeah. But like, I'm thinking about that. Like, yeah, I would enjoy that. That would be interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right, Tony, it's time for you to write some fan fiction. I'm not going to do it. No, I mean, I don't have the time. Although if someone wanted to play Mac in a S.H.I.E.L.D. RPG, then we can get the story rolling. I could do that. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Um, let's see. I'm trying to... F- we were talking about Coulson, and we just got on a Mac tangent for like 10 minutes. So, <laughs> I mean, he's just so cool. Uh, he's he's yeah. really cool. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, uh, let's see. I mean, I don't have anything else to say about either of them, to be honest. <laughs> well, he and Yo-Yo get tortured uh, because mm-hmm. yeah. I guess they're the ones who punched the Kree. So everyone else gets arrested. I, that's the only reason why I was trying to figure out like why they're tortured and Daisy and Coulson and uh, Simmons aren't. Yeah, yeah, because, I mean, he I, I saw him punch. I actually did not know that Yo-Yo punched. I, I must have missed that when watching. But, yeah, she was taken. That, and that's what they said, right, that she, that mm-hmm. they both attacked the Kree. So, yeah, they're being tortured and going to be killed for that. But, spoiler alert, they're not killed. So Not yep. yet. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. So, I mean, that happens. Uh, Yo-Yo, like, <laughs> they realize, okay, well, Max taking a lot of beating. So let's work on Yo-Yo. And they, like, start trying to freeze her arms off or something, mm-hmm. which would really suck if she lost her arms. So It would. Uh, yeah, glad that yeah. didn't happen. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, and then, like, Daisy's there. I don't think there's anything big with Daisy. I mean, she, she kills some Vrilnexians. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah. And and some Kree, at least one of the Kree. Uh, Did she kill the Kree at the end? Yeah, because she's the one who, who oh. saved them. Like, she went alone yeah. to get uh, Mac and Yo-Yo out. And so I know she killed at least one. I, I don't remember how many... I. I know there were two in there, but I feel like there were three. Like maybe there was another one in the back or something, and she just killed him. But uh, yeah, she killed definitely killed at least one, and mm-hmm. I know Mac killed one with an axe or something. Yep, of course. I mean that's his go-to. It's not a shotgun oh, axe, obviously. But... Yeah, I'll take what you can get. When in Rome, right? Or in the space station, which I mean, from what we found out at the end, there could be chunks of Rome in it. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That is true. <laughs> um it may uh hurt her leg um that was actually because ming na wen the actress uh had knee surgery in the off season and they wanted to explain her limp so that's why oh. they had her injure her leg okay you know i was i was wondering if there was an actual reason for that because usually when something like this happens like it's kind of one of two things right like either one um maybe something happened in real life uh, like as it, which is exactly what happened, as you just said, or maybe the writers wanted to add an extra sense of, of drama of, yeah, things could go really bad for the characters mm-hmm. right now. Um, yeah, because May being their best fighter is is down a leg. And um, yeah, she she needs both of them. So, yeah, although she still can put up a fight like when Deke attaches her to a wall and he still kicks her and she still kicks him in the face <laughs> oh yeah yeah she's she's not like immediately a zero level fighter or something no 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 she's just she's just slower yeah <laughs> sometimes <laughs> right. um, yeah i mean uh and, and not getting into it too much she there's a fight in next week's episode in, in episode two uh and she's still pretty capable of of mm-hmm. fighting uh but yeah so she's got a wounded leg, a hole in her leg because she materialized around this piece of metal, which, you know, mm-hmm. the biggest danger of time travel. Uh, but also, uh, Deke installs a metric in her arm, so she put gets another hole in her arm. Mm-hmm. This is extremely painful, obviously. Uh, yep. But also, surprisingly easy to install <laughs> for something that, like, is your identification. Well, considering how often they have to give these to people, like, it, I feel like it makes sense. Yeah. yeah, but it's, like, so easy if you try, like... So is this all of humanity on the space station? That is what they say, or seem to imply in next week's episode, I think is what they said, yeah. Okay. I was going to make the point saying that, like, well, anyone could sneak on and try to be someone else, but there is no one else. <laughs> if you're on this, mm-hmm. if you pretend to be someone else, you steal their uh, metric and be someone else, there's not a whole lot of benefit. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I guess the only benefit I could think of is now you have their money, which I think you can just... If you take someone's metric, you can just take the money from the metric. 
is my assumption of how that works. You just press the button. So sure. Yeah, yeah I guess. I mean, I think part of it is like one benefit of taking it other than the money is it probably allows you in different areas. Like if you be like if you get more permissions like uh by the Cree, you might be able to go into different areas. I'm dancing around yeah, something that's that I think happens next episode. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh yeah, they they do seem to imply stuff like that. Um in, in next week's episode, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um I really like the ending where they're all like everyone gets like little pieces of the truth. So like as the audience, we've got the whole picture. Or at least mm-hmm. like a much larger picture than the cast has. But it's like, hey, there's obviously there's half of Earth and chunks of like buses flying around. Um but also that the technology is in English, but also this was a part of a thing from 90 years ago, but also it's uh, on Lake Ontario, which <laughs> the lighthouse is on Lake, Lake Ontario. That's something you remember for later. I don't want to get into it, but <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, I mean, that's, it's always cool, right? Like, Mm-hmm. getting like it's it's making it very obvious to us the viewer uh that this is what happened they're in the future uh but like the characters in the show like all right well maybe maybe they're a little smarter than us so they they need less uh proof yeah to come to a conclusion yeah although they do if i remember correctly at the start of next week's episode they all talk and then like share like what <laughs> they each found so like okay yeah. cool yeah now and they definitely not... know mm-hmm. yeah it's also not that dramatic because when this aired they aired back to back so yeah, yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, do we have anything else for our shieldies? Because I think we're good. No, no, I I don't like honestly. It's I was worried I wouldn't have a lot to say just because mm-hmm. um I I tried very hard to write notes, but I was just enjoying watching the show. Yep. This is what it came down to. It. So yeah. good to be back. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, but but yeah, I, I think honestly we we covered it. So, all right, all right, cool. Let's take a quick ad break. Yeah, yeah. Remember, we do ads yeah. on this podcast, and then we'll talk about some villains. Welcome to Baskin Robbins. Would you like to try our mango fruit blast? And Jerry's named a flavor after me, so stark raving hazelnuts. Not bad. Excuse me, miss. You know anything about a lady blowing a hole through the roof of that blockbuster over there? Witness says she was dressed for laser tag. Tony. What's that one thing I'm always saying that I want to do, but secretly don't want to do because it sounds like more work than it is fun? Um, parasailing. That's right. Escape rooms. If you're one out of the nine out of ten people who get off on solving clues just so you can leave a room, then you'll want to hear more about this week's sponsor, Space Escape Rooms. (laughs) (laughs) They have exactly what you're looking for. The main problem with escape rooms, or so I've been told, is that you go into them already knowing how to get out. You enter through a door. Just remember the door once the game starts and you know how to leave. But Space Escape Rooms has a nifty innovation around that little hack. They teleport you into the room so you don't know how to leave. And that's it. That's like the one thing they do better. But it's great. Use promo code MCU Rewind to make sure you don't get stuck in the worst escape room, the one on the moon. <laughs> I do really enjoy escape rooms. 
<laughs> I keep saying one of these days I'll do one. Haven't done one yet. Well, I think the time might be passed because, like, at least in Sacramento, post-pandemic or near end of pandemic, um, <laughs> a lot of escape rooms have closed down because they were in their heyday <laughs> 2019 and then pandemic happens and you can't really go to an enclosed space with a bunch of people. So it really hurt their business. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, about a year ago, I looked at doing one out here in Orlando. Um, and they, they only do them in, in groups of like in your group now. So like it's not with random people anymore, but. Oh, I mean, it's, well, I didn't know they did it with random people. Every time I've been, it has been for like a birthday party or something that my friends are throwing. So, or like an event. So we'd go with a big oh. group of people. I didn't know they. Oh. <laughs> that would be awkward. I was never I sure. I would not like yeah. that. No. Yeah, it's same. <laughs> <laughs> no, at least the ones here. I know we're going on a tangent about escape rooms and you want us to get the villains. But too bad. This is our podcast. <laughs> um, now we're the villains. <laughs> we are the villains. Um, at least in the ones I've been to, which is like, I think I've done three in Sacramento and one in Reno. They're all like you pay more if you have fewer people, but it's always a private group. Mm, okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Now to our villains. I ask you to what end? Dread it. Run from it. Destiny arrives all the same. It's funny, isn't it? How even the best of men can be deceived by their true nature. What the hell does that mean? That I am the ill intent. Who's been messing up everything? It's been Agatha all along. Those people who lock you into escape rooms. <laughs> no. Ugh. Horrible people. In fact, you sign up for it. It's what you want. All right. Um, I have the Vrilnexians, who, I mean, mm -hmm. I guess are, are like villains are more of like obstacles. Um, I thought I was going to have a lot of notes for them because I like their design. And I like the very, like, alien, like, the movie Alien and Aliens way they do um, the Vrelnexians. Um, Yeah, I just... I'm not going to say we don't see more of them, but I wish we saw more of them <laughs> in, throughout the season. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, they're... Like you said, uh, an obstacle, I think, is the best way to describe them. They're just kind of around. They're annoying. They're dealt with quickly if Daisy shows up. Uh, if yeah. not, then they have to, you know, fight them by hand or whatever, I guess. But Yeah. One of my favorite things that we didn't mention is when they're um, going through the hallway together, uh, trying to defend themselves against real next scenes so they don't know where they are and they're all huddled mm -hmm. up in a group with daisy in the front just walking down <laughs> like a group of scooby-doo characters and it's amazing <laughs> yeah. listen if you don't have guns you, you gotta stick to near the person that has an actual weapon in this case daisy and yep. i guess yo-yo also like i don't i don't know why we didn't see her do anything with her her powers but okay i mean what what is she going to do like, these are alien creatures. We don't know how powerful they are, but we gotta assume that they're pretty resilient. What's she gonna do? Run, punch them, away, punch them and then run back? Because yes. her power is not very good at this. <laughs> I mean, run, stab it with something, and then run away. Yeah, trip maybe. it. 
like throw some marbles on the floor in front of it or something or hide behind daisy <laughs> okay i guess that i guess yeah. that one <laughs> other than Vilnexians, we get obviously the kree but we don't get much with the kree uh, they're the they're in charge <laughs> mhm yep and large they are, they are in charge large. and also large mm-hmm. yeah do you think they are there because they've been watching Earth since uh, Captain Marvel. <laughs> uh, oh, that's a good point. Like, because it's been, yeah. well, hmm. well, I'm going to assume this is the assumption I'm making. It's been 90 years, but they probably appeared to take control of this around the time the destruction of the Earth happened. Uh huh. Yeah. Let's say somewhere within a year of that event. Yeah. And like, there are a lot of aliens out there. So like, why is it the Kree that got there first? Maybe because they were already watching Earth. Yeah, that makes sense, actually. Mm -hmm. I mean, they've been to Earth before, right? Because they they ran these inhuman experiments on a bunch of worlds and Earth being Mm -hmm. one of them. So, yeah. I don't know. Maybe, Maybe that's one of the things that they'll reveal later in the season i don't remember if they ever say that for certain but Mm -hmm. that would make sense you know that they've just there i mean in the comics earth is basically like an outpost for them right so yeah that's true maybe maybe they work that in yeah yeah i mean but like in mcu and particularly shield there's like they were an outpost they had like the frozen people in orbit but they didn't go back very often (laughs) Yeah, that's true. You're right. Hmm. Yeah. yeah, especially because if those like those three frozen Kree that mm-hmm. showed up in season three um, to fight Hive, they. Uh, um, yeah, I feel like they would have sent a message to <laughs> to the the normal the rest of the Kree Empire like, hey, mm-hmm. just so you know, there's some inhumans out here. You should probably do something. Because uh, they definitely would have shown up if if they got that message. So yeah, I I guess we have to assume that they did not get any message. I mean, and at this point, as like right now, the only Kree we know of who've actually landed on Earth are those. Well, like in the times we've seen, right? Uh-huh. We've seen those three Kree. Obviously, there were more thousands of years ago, and we've seen mm-hmm. Yonrog, who is Jude Law's character in Captain Marvel. Right. So those, those are the only alive ones. There was the one yeah. whose blood resurrected Coulson, but that's it. Oh, that's true too. But yeah, so it's like they would obviously be watching Earth and wary because they know that Captain Marvel uh, came from that planet and she destroyed uh, Ronan's stuff, and then <laughs> was all grr about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um. Anything else for our villains? <laughs> <laughs> no nothing yeah that was it i mean again you know it's the first episode we're not gonna get yeah a lot of that stuff i feel like especially when a two-parter first episode so yeah all right moving on to guy in the chair guy in the chair and i turn the corner and i see this guy drop his backpack he's getting all up in his face and right before he's about to throw the first punch katie comes out of nowhere steps right between us and starts screaming the lyrics to Hotel California. 
What? <laughs> it's the art of confusion. Works great on stupid people. No, 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 no. Not those three wombats. No way. I've got... I guess we don't know his name, so... Baldy Mick, take off your skin? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, him. Uh, it's probably going to be some weird name like Enoch or Eden. Yeah. Enoch, yeah, you know what? Until Enoch we find probably. out, we should just call him. We should just call him Enoch. Until we Enoch. find out his okay. name. <laughs> yeah. Cool. That works for me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Enoch was mysterious. Uh, mm -hmm. Got a definite Man in Black vibe from him, but that was it. Yeah. I mean, I don't know why they even bothered showing his like daily routine. Like everyone takes off their skin to take a shower. If you got a pool, a lot of people take pools in the morning to like wake up, exercise. I don't understand why they need to show all that stuff. It's weird. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He's obviously like since Shield at one point was a secret organization, right? Mm -hmm. Um he must be part of a super duper secret organization that even <laughs> Shield didn't know about him. <laughs> I mean, I it, maybe did they even see him? No, they did not. But we saw stuff. Well, no. Who were who were the shieldies waiting for? Were they waiting for the military to come and arrest them? I that's what I think. So yeah, because remember at the end of season four, um, Talbot Daisy Johnson was to blame. Yeah, we could have been Talbot, uh, but Daisy Johnson was to blame for like because her lmd went in and shot up a bunch of like high yeah. level military people well yeah Tal so. that's why i said talbot like they mm -hmm. she attempted to assassinate or the lmd attempted to assassinate talbot talbot was in a coma last time we saw oh that's right yeah, yeah. uh-huh but the reason why i think they're a super duper secret organization um obviously is because of that cool uh truck they have that they just swipe on their <laughs> tablet and it changes the design of the truck. I mean, that is cool tech. Yeah. 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 Um, do you remember? It might be at. Uh, what is it? CES? What's that big technology expo in Vegas? Is it CES? <laughs> uh, see a consumer electronics show that's every January in um, Las Vegas. Yeah, in Vegas. Um, last January they had that car that you can change the color of. It's pretty much got LED screens all over the car. Unfortunately, it oh, only okay. turns to black and white right now. But we're getting there. <laughs> it's it's an LED. It's yeah. Like, it it could be any color. Okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> um, Tony, did you well, ever watch the Batman Beyond cartoon? I did, like, when it was airing, so my memory's okay. not super fresh on it. Okay, uh, I mean, the last time I watched the whole series was, uh, like, 2008, okay. <laughs> so it's been a while. <laughs> it's still fresher um, than my memory. <laughs> okay, all right. Um, so there was one of the episodes where um, future Batman was, like, chasing after some thief guy. Wait, and question. The Terry mm -hmm. McGinnis or future yes. Batman as an old Bruce Wayne? Sorry, Terry McGinnis. Yeah. Okay. Beyond. Batman Beyond. Thank um, you. There you go. Yeah. Uh, he was chasing him. And this guy gets into his, like, after robbing whatever it is he, he robbed, he jumps into his, his truck, and then he presses a button, and then the the color on the truck changes. And I remember thinking, mm -hmm. like, whoa, that's really cool. Um, so we're getting there. We're getting close to yeah. making it easier to drive away from cops, I guess. Yeah. I, and I also do future Batmans. 
Yeah, I do want to um give him some credit. That car I saw at CES doesn't just do black and white. It also does shades of gray. So I want to give him credit <laughs> where it's due. Well, I'm sure there's no pure white and pure black, so it's all just shades of gray. I mean, probably not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. Um. So, yeah, we talked about Enoch, and then we got mm-hmm. Deke. Who's there? <laughs> I Yeah. Um... Yeah. I had the note that he arrives very reminiscently of Star-Lord, but I kind of mentioned that earlier. Um, yeah, yeah, he's he's kind of cool. Is 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 my take on this character? Um, so I'm not gonna do any spoilers right now, but this is a character who I'm gonna keep tabs on as we watch the the rest of the the series uh, of the stuff that he's in, because this is a character that changes, and I think there are some valid reasons for it as mm-hmm. time goes on with this character. But I'm I'm curious, like if at one point the writer's just like, nope, and now he's like this now, uh, or has he always been like that and he was just kind of hidden? So I, I have some some thoughts. But right now he just feels like really cool. He's kind of a badass and like he can fight. Yeah. Like you know we we saw him with technology beat May, you know that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So yeah, uh, but I mean, definitely yeah, definitely what you said of a toned down Star Lord. Yeah. He is definitely, like, you kind of alluded to it, he's a character who sticks around. And he's also a character who, I remember watching this for the first time, and hating his character. He's just trying so hard (laughs) to be like a Han Solo. Uh And then he becomes a character I really love throughout the rest of the show. So, I'm I'm going to be, I do, I, especially the last season. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I I remember being annoyed with him. Okay. Um, more fair. often than not. Yeah. Okay. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it in a couple of years. Yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. Um, okay. Anything else for our guys in the chair? Um, I guess so. Yeah, I'll just throw in this character here. Uh, honestly, this character could go into that 12% of the plan. Uh, so when... Enoch and um, miscellaneous random soldier people were taking the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Mm -hmm. Uh, There were these like two soldier guys just kind of hanging out out front. um, And one of them like started this conversation like, oh, man, I haven't done this in a while. My wife thinks I'm hanging out with a friend. I forgot what he said exactly. He says Um, he's doing uh, uh, a fantasy draft, like fantasy football. Oh, yeah. Like she didn't realize it's the middle of the season. Yeah, yeah. What, what does he think he's doing? What like, because we know that they mm-hmm. they froze people, and then with some kind of technology, and then took them to some room where they disappeared. Does he? Do you think he knows what's going on? Do you think whatever organization Enoch is a part of, like, or or is he just like hired gun kind of deal? I, uh, I does think he's hired soldier gun. stuff. Okay. Yeah, right. I think he's hired gun. And for reasons that really are spoilers for the show. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. Yeah. Um, I kind of really like <laughs> wanted to do just a little spoiler section because I kind of want to talk about it. Um, but before we decide on whether or not we're doing that, uh, <laughs> there is like a little Easter egg thing um, with that guy that I didn't mention earlier. 
Um, oh. He says his wife didn't even realize it's the middle of the season. It's because this show premiered in December, which is months after they usually premiere the show, because it was pushed back for Inhumans in their time slot. So this show is actually starting <laughs> in the middle of the season. Oh, okay. Yeah. Interesting. Um, I mean, I don't know if it really matters, because that also means that the previous season ended then but normally yeah. it ends in real time so it would have ended in may when the season I know, no so it's like, like it's a meta joke it's like the characters yeah. don't realize it's the middle of the season but yeah ah, okay <laughs> do we want to do like a little spoiler discussion like after we rank <laughs> the episode so people can turn it off if they don't want to hear spoilers <laughs> uh sure let's let's do that but but okay. first we'll rate the episode <laughs> yeah um well 12 percent of the plan do you have anything for that Stark Tower is your baby. Give yourself 12% of credit. 12%? An argument can be made for 15. 12%? Well, I my baby? did do all the heavy lifting. Literally, oh. I lifted the heavy things. I've been dangling over the Grand Canyon for 12 I know, hours. I know, I know, I know. You went to the Grand Canyon? He could have used your help. What percentage? I don't know. 12%. 12%? <laughs> that is not a plan. It's barely a concept. You're taking their side? I am groomed. So what? It's better than 11%. What the hell does that have to do with anything? Oh, actually, you know what? I, I do. Um, I have one okay. thing. Um, when May and Simmons were taking the ship out to, like, fly, Simmons asks May, like, have you ever flown a spaceship? And May responds with, you know the answer to that question. I do like that. <laughs> T- Tony, is, is that a yes or no? That's a no. That's a no. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Just make it sure. Just make it sure. All right. That's it. That's all I had. Yeah. All right, uh, time to rate the show. I know my value. Anyone else's opinion doesn't really matter. Earth just lost her best defender. So we're here to fight. Strongest Avenger. Access denied. Strongest Avenger. Access denied. Damn you, Stark. Banner. Welcome, Strongest Avenger. Oh, what? Al, how many Vrelnexians are you giving this episode? Oh God, uh, four and a half, four and okay. a half. It was, it was fun. I just, I'm sure a big part of it is me just missing these characters, missing, missing mm-hmm. the agents of Shield. Uh, but it was mostly setup, and you know that is that is a downside. Uh, you know, honestly, I should probably give it a four just because of yeah. the amount of setup. We don't really know what's going on. We don't have much of like a plot other than they're just trying to get back home. And oh nope, nope, home's gone. I guess so. Now they got to figure out whatever their next steps are um plus all of the other mysterious stuff that's going on like why do people know that the agents of shield will show up what are the kree up to and etc so yeah i'll I'll give it give it a four yeah um, i'm giving in a shocking turn of events i'm giving the exact same score um Mm -hmm. my big thing is like i think it was a great season opener um we and we have antagonists but every season has a villain and we haven't met the villain yet. I want to get there mm-hmm. just to see. Yeah. yeah. How, how it might go, but yeah, so four, four out of five. All right. Um, nice. So if you have not watched to the end of season seven of agents of the shield, leave now. Cause there's two <laughs> things we're going to be talking about, which are spoilers. Um, Okay, and we'll we'll try to keep it kind of brisk too. Um, it, it won't be like an extra ten minutes, but but yeah, we'll we'll definitely say spoilers. Uh huh. Yeah. All right. 
Uh, so the reason why I don't think that I why I do think that guy is a hired gun is because Enoch, because we can say his name now, is a space robot. So I'm assuming uh-huh, uh-huh. if these guys were also space robots, he wouldn't have a wife. That's a good or point. He, <laughs> or if space robots do get married, he would talk be talking a lot more like Enoch does. Like, very matter of fact. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Well, I mean, the, his whole race of space robots, they also talk like that. Exactly. Um, I can't yeah, no, that's called. a good point. <laughs> it's the same. Um, not uh, Watchers, but something close to it. Um, anyway, uh, so they... Yeah, uh, I mean, the, the other thing about them was that I was thinking, like, oh, maybe he starts some kind of, like, agency on Earth for the, it's just it's weird to me that he has those resources to to do stuff so like maybe that's a thing we'll learn as the season mm-hmm. goes on like and i just completely forgot but it, it mainly came down to me wondering like what what is enoch up to uh, right now like well, okay yeah. we know his reasoning for sending the shieldies to the future um because we've seen the, the, the rest of the season right he's mm-hmm. basically just trying to make the future happen because it happened uh, yeah, but uh, well, because the little girl saw the future and mm-hmm. the shield is yeah. over there. Yeah. Um, the other thing I want to bring up in the spoiler section, oh, yep, is uh, in season the rest, the end of the season, season six, and season seven. I was very curious where in the world the lighthouse was, <laughs> and it says there, we narrowed it down to on the coast of Lake Ontario. Because that's what the postcard is. I was like, ah! like I was uh, Leo DiCaprio pointing at the screen. Being like, hey! <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right. I'm just yep. going to pull up a map real quick to see where Lake Ontario is. Um, one of the great spoiler lakes, alert. Right? Um, yeah, it's, uh, let's see, is it in Ontario? Uh, it's, it's Toronto. It's New York. I don't know where Ontario is. Oh, it, it is It is Ontario. Okay, got it. Yeah, it's uh, it's... Ontario, Canada, and then uh, Rochester, New York, uh, the northern mm-hmm. uh, upstate New York. So, yeah, so they're probably on the New York side. Uh, what makes you think that? Um, because this is on ABC, the American Broadcasting Corporation, America. Okay. All right. All right. We'll we'll see if they they say it again um, later in the season when when things happen. But yeah. All right. End of spoilers. <laughs> if if you want to come back for our outro, good on you, Al. That's right. Also, end of episode. So please join us next week. We'll continue this rewind. Uh, we'll be talking about orientation part two, which are premiered the same day. It was it was a two parter on the same day, December. Spoiler 1st, alert for our podcast. We're supposed to say that next week. And in the meantime, please remember to follow us on Twitter. We are at MCU underscore Rewind. And please give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast app. This is the Marvel Cinematic Rewind, signing off. Have a marvelous day.